Hey, welcome to Widow Too Soon. This is Mark Massaro. I'm here with my friend and co-host, Michelle Bader. Hey, Michelle, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing really well. What have you been up to? Well, we have been enjoying the summer, getting out in the sun. We had a friend that invited us on his boat yesterday, so we got to go wakeboarding, intertubing, and then there was this 30-foot bridge, and I showed my kids how to jump off of it. No nice. hesitation. Okay, well, maybe a tiny bit, but just for a second, and I just walked right off of it, and they followed me, and I haven't done that since I was a teenager. I'm kind of in this, like, new phase Maybe it's part of my like widow journey where I'm like saying yes to all these things. Like I decided if it's like morally okay and there's an opportunity for something, I'm going to do it. So I, yesterday they were like, you want to jump off the bridge? And I'm like, yep. Jumped in the water first, climbed up the hill first and did it. So nice. it was, it was really fun, you know, just getting out, enjoying that. We're about to go take a trip and to Silverwood, which is like an amusement park, a small, small Disneyland version, but not even close, but it's in <laughs> Idaho. So we're about to uh, take off tomorrow and go there. What about you? What you been up to? Um, well, I have not been jumping off bridges. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> well, so, you know, just the usual stuff that there's, uh, just life is good, but, um, the kids have VBS, uh, vacation Bible school. Nice. Um, so starting tomorrow and Friday, I think it's a two night. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to be doing security. Oh, so I'm going to make sure all the kids <laughs> fall in line. No. <laughs> Do you have like a little, like a uniform? Like is this security? No, no. What would this security why would, for BBS Why would it have mean? to be a little uniform? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean a little uniform. It's just, just a word. For those of you who don't know me, I'm short. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. I promise. I don't make short jokes. Okay. Who makes short jokes? <laughs> okay, anyways. Anyways. You're wearing uh, so that, a uniform. Wait, I'm going to wear what, my little uniform. <laughs> what kind of security do they need uh, at BBS? Like, what kind of, where, like, where, where's your church that you would need security? It's in the hood. Uh, <laughs> no, no, just, you know, you never know. Um, so our, our church, they like to have security and make sure, um, especially when there's like children involved. Yeah. They just want the parents to feel safe as they're dropping their kids off. It sure helps to know that there's some security guards walking around making sure like their it. kids are safe. Yeah. Um, but I mean, really, I'm uh, probably just going to be like a floater mm -hmm. um, helping anywhere that, you know what I mean? Like if they just need extra hands with something, you know, or need some muscle, you know, that's, <laughs> where I, that's, where I, that's, where, that's where I come into play. But, uh, nice. no, you know, just, uh, you know, taking kids that are unruly and Putting them in the closet somewhere. <laughs> no, it's just, stuff like that. You know, just basic security stuff. Yes. Um, no. So, anyways, uh, so that should be exciting. It'll be good. I'll talk about it, how it was on the next episode. Yes. I want to say um, something really quick about VBS because it is such an important part. So, my daughter is 15 now. I think when she was in VBS, when she was four or something, she learned a Bible verse that she says all the time For God did not give us a spirit of fear, but if power, love, and sound mind. I don't remember the reference nice. to Timothy something, but it comes back. And so I feel like I used that in a podcast episode. I think you did. I think it's, it yeah, sounds this, familiar. Yeah. Yep, same verse. And so what your kids are learning now is valuable. You know, they're going mm -hmm. and what they learn in Sunday school and like all of that, what you teach them, like it comes back, like God brings up the verses when we need them. And so anyways, it just reminded me of like, I love also that they feel like, you know, they're going to associate church with fun yes and i like that you know it's kind of like uh i remember when the kids were babies i, I read books to them all the time because mm -hmm. 
um, they, I read that they associate books with fun. If there's, yes. you know, daddy's reading them books, mommy's reading them books, of course. Um, she used to read to them all the time mm. and, uh, they associate that with fun. So like we sit down and, you know, open up a book, they'll climb into my lap. And I think back Love on that it. when I was a kid and like, I didn't care about books, you know, mm. <laughs> it was probably cause mm-hmm. nobody, you know, read books to me or whatever. Right. Um, but anyways, so that's, that's that, but yeah, it is cool. I'm pretty excited about it. And I have, um, some good friends that are, you know, everybody at church is my friend. So, which That's is awesome. awesome. It's yeah. All the volunteers, all the staff, like we're all really close. And um, so, you know, I was able to build some things for them for this nice. uh, BBS and uh, you know, just some projects and stuff to help them out. So it was cool. Um, so today we're talking about kind of a tough topic for a lot of people. Why God allows suffering. Mm. As believers, when you're mature in your faith, um, this comes very natural to understand. It's just, you just get it because you've been subjected to it enough that you understand, you have a close enough relationship with God that you understand how he works. Mm -hmm. But um, we have to remember, suffering is the result of sin. This isn't the world Mm -hmm. that God created. God created a perfect world. We sinned as humans and we messed it up because we did the one thing that God told us not to do. And it's funny because a lot of people will say like, oh, Adam screwed it up for us <laughs> or Eve, you know, yeah. however, they both screwed it up for us, but you know what I mean? Um, and it's funny because it's like, nope, you would have screwed it up too. Mm-hmm. Like we all would have screwed it up. Like it's not like they screwed up for all of, all of mankind, but um, so I wanted to talk about a couple of things uh, right off the top. So for one, there's like the classic story in the Bible of God allowing suffering. And it's the story of Job. Some people believe that Job is actually the oldest book in the Bible. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't. Um, And I find that fascinating. Um, But, you know, it's an interesting story, right? I mean, do you, Mm -hmm. do you know it pretty well? Like, can you tell us about Job Uh, right after my son leaves the room? Uh, Buddy, (laughs) I'm I'm recording an episode right now. I'll be out soon. Okay. Oh my gosh. I just totally lied to him. It's not going to be that soon. It'll be kind of (laughs) soon. We'll make Uh, it more soon than most episodes. Yeah. Yes. Definitely more than the last. Sorry about that. (laughs) We totally like just kept talking, but it was cool. It was fun to talk about. Anyway. So Job, what do you know about the book of Job? I know that Job suffered and you can correct me if I have any of these facts wrong. So Luke actually loved reading the book of Job because he felt like he was Job a lot. So Job. Okay. See if I have this right. You're like testing me right now. No, no, <laughs> no. I, you a chance I, to talk. Okay. So basically um, Satan asked God, right? Like, can I test Job? And he's like, Job's a faithful man. Just correct me if this is wrong. Cause it's been a while no, since I read it. It's close enough. We're just looking for the gist. I don't okay. Know <laughs> Okay. <laughs> like, like, I'm like, no, no. Yeah. Job's a faithful man. You can test him. He'll still serve me. And so then he started losing everything. I think it started with his family. Maybe they all died. Like wife, kids, maybe. No. He lost his money. Okay. How about you tell it? So no. So, okay. So I'm sorry. I, I definitely don't care. I just wanted to, there was one thing I was looking for and it was like that, that, um, Satan said to God, the only reason that he serves you is because you've blessed him so much. Oh, right. That's right. Okay. 
And so uh, he says, well, then I will allow you to do this, this, and this. Um, and, you know, I don't have the story perfectly either. I actually mm -hmm. was like trying to recap to, rem I mean, I know the gist of it, but I was trying to recap. I'm so sorry. What, buddy? Yeah, go ahead. Please, <laughs> please don't come in anymore right now, buddy, unless it's really important. Sorry, everybody. Um, so I just really, I think about that a lot because you know, I feel like all of us uh, are kind of like, not like Job. Job had it way worse, you know, than most of us. Mm -hmm. But just saying like, it kind of feel you really relate to that once you become widowed, you understand yeah. what it feels like to just lose everything and wonder like what's going yeah. on. Mm -hmm. But the main takeaway from that story is that as Job showed faith, just like God said he would, God restored everything to mm -hmm. him incredibly abundantly. And um, I just think that's so awesome. I mean, we, there's a lot of things that suffering does. Suffering brings faith to believers yes. uh, and into a better relationship with Christ. We are very much so suffering. Um, you know, there's like, I bet a lot of people relate to this, that there's like anything you would do to have changed the outcome, but mm -hmm. we can't do that. That's not an option. So what are you left with? You're left with choices. Mm -hmm. um, we can wallow in despair or we can keep our faith in God and just understand that we don't know the whole plan, you know? Um, so we suffer also as a testimony of faith to others, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, how many times have you heard people look to you or come to you and, and, you know, maybe not necessarily need advice, but, you know, you get the old classic, uh, I don't know how you do it. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I don't, I just don't know how you do it. You're so strong. <laughs> Something like that. Something like that. You know, from, it's funny because from certain people, it's like, it's a compliment, you know, because like, I really respect them a lot, but certain people, when they say it, I'm like, dude, like, I'm not doing anything. Like it's, God, if you, if there's anything you see that's real, it's like, it's because of God. Um, mm -hmm. But people look to us mm -hmm. and wonder like, wow. Like I had a friend um, who's been an atheist as long as I've known him mm -hmm. and we get along great. You know, we don't, we're mature enough that that doesn't, you know, our friendship doesn't hinge on what we believe in. We just both accept that we both believe in different things. Um after Lacey's service, and it was funny because I was very um, proactive about speaking the gospel and, mm -hmm. and, you know, all about Jesus, because I had this rare opportunity at right. Lacey's service that I had a lot of people there who um, wouldn't normally attend church, for one. Right. Uh, they were there out of respect, and they're also not going to argue with me about my faith at my wife's funeral, you know? And so it was a rare opportunity to talk to people about Jesus. So um, I spoke to my friend like a month and a half, two months uh, after her service. And I, he said, I don't know how you're doing it. It's mm -hmm. so crazy what you must be going through. And I was like, well, man, like, I know we believe different things. So I don't mean this in any disrespectful way, but I just tell you from the bottom of my heart, it's God carrying me. And it's the only explanation. And he just interrupts me. He's all, nope, no, oh. no. 
He's all, I actually um, have been rethinking it a lot and I think I'm wrong and maybe I should start going to church with you. Wow, that's amazing. And I was just like, well, uh, 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 yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be, you know, I was just speechless. I didn't know what to say, but so, wow. Maybe God has allowed suffering in my life to reach people that were unreachable. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I don't know. Do you have any like stories like that? Or is that for jive with you do you does that remind you of anything um yeah just what I was thinking about is how it changed suffering changed Luke and changed me in you know some some ways were hard but in good ways too because it made us like stronger and I think I've probably mentioned this on other episodes but we went through everything in the first year of marriage you know he was diagnosed mm, chemo, that's right. chemo leg amputated all this stuff and we'd always be like what do people say? You know how they say the first year of marriage is hard. We'd always be like, what, what would be hard? Like mm-hmm. in our minds and like, seriously, I still can't think that. I mean, maybe someday when I get married again, I'll experience and be like, oh, but this is a piece of cake compared to yeah, yeah. what that was. But it made us stronger. Um, it made us stronger together. It made us like it, it changed who we were. I would not be who I am today if I had not gone through almost 16 and a half years of my husband being sick and suffering. And, you know, so he had the the physical, I never had the physical suffering, but I had the mental suffering of Mm. watching him. And it's, you can't ever say, it's so hard. Like, of course we would have never wanted them to get sick, all that stuff, but it's like, it would be like, I would be weak, probably like really weak if I had not gone through what I've been through. And Mm. so, you know, and then yes, it it changes other people's lives. In fact, um, I had people on the one year anniversary of Luke um, getting his leg amputated. We consider that his one year anniversary of being clean, clear from cancer. I had people um, write um, letters to him and it was, and I gave him a book called the many lives you've changed in just one year. And it was all the ways that he had impacted them. And, you know, and so we were able to physically like actually see in these letters, the ways that he had changed people's lives. And Mm. also I wrote a book called paralyzed joy and it's a fiction book, but I believe it'll be like this in heaven. So the main character goes to heaven and she's sitting down at a table and Jesus says like, these are all the people that your lives, your life touched. And they all got to stand up and tell their stories. Like, oh, that's cool. I met you in the chemo ward and you were like really nice to me or whatever. They were just yeah, all these, yeah. you know, stories. And I believe that it's going to, it's going to be like that. There will be people in heaven because of our sufferings and um, to remember like what we're doing is impacting others. And I know you and I both have, you know, like a platform with so- social media and people that follow us and where they, they see that we are still living life. Like we, we didn't curl up in a ball and just give up. Have yeah. we felt, felt like that sometimes? Yeah. <laughs> and do we have moments? Yes. But we've kept going. And that reminds me of a verse I want to read Romans five, three, not only so, but we, we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character and character hope. And that's so not true. Did well, you say? I said, isn't that true? <laughs> you said, that's not true. Oh, that's not true. <laughs> like, when do you say that about the Bible? Wrote that was that Paul. <laughs> okay. I have to talk with him. Oh my goodness. Yes, that's so true. That makes a lot <laughs> yeah, more sense. That's so it is. True. Because think about the suffering you went through and how that made you a person of perseverance. 
the perseverance gave you character and the character gives you hope. Like it's just all attached. And one that's very similar that I also wanted to read. And this is actually at the beginning of one of my books, James one, two through four, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance, let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Mm, that's so, awesome. Yeah. Yes. It's all right. It's real life. <laughs> so what Here you go, buddy, close the door, please. Sorry. It's all right. The biggest part that I think I struggle with is the considerate pure joy. Like when you're having um, like a hard moment or, you know, you're going through the suffering, like how do I consider this pure joy? But it's learning to do that. Cause think about how our lives would change if we really considered it pure joy every time we went through a trial. I mean, mm-hmm. it would be totally different, but you know, just, I love that. It's like training for a race. Like you're, you're doing all these things and you're, you're, you're getting stronger. And if you didn't train, you wouldn't be able to complete it. You know, I think right. about, um, I ran two full marathons, which I probably wouldn't do again, <laughs> but it was a good experience. <laughs> but if I didn't train, like I would run for three hours a time, four hours, five hours a time. If I didn't train, I would never be able to make it to the finish line, would never be able to do it. And like, we all have purposes. Like we don't, you know, know fully what our purposes are yet, but God is like, let us, I don't say put us through, I say, let us go through suffering to make us stronger so that we can be here today, sharing what we've learned with other people who it hopefully encourages, who can then encourage other people. And it's like dominoes and it keeps going, like our lives help other people's. And so that, that helps me like just knowing all the suffering, all of it's all worth it, you know? Well, and it comes down to that it's God's will. And if Mm -hmm. you can develop the right mindset to understand that, I mean, I prayed, I have prayed so many times to be used. Yeah. Now, Mm -hmm. do I retract that when it gets hard or do I just trust that God is using me? Mm -hmm. Uh, that God used Lacey's story. Um, because well, okay. So for one thing, sometimes he uses it to get us to repent. Mm. Um, now this would be an extreme circumstance, I think. Um, but just sometimes he does. And it's important to know that because it's important to know that God will course correct you Mm. to get you back where he wants you to be so that you're walking with him. And that doesn't mean that, you know, you lost your wife or you lost your husband because you were doing something bad. It's just one avenue that God uses suffering for is because it is, I mean, think about it. Think about eternity. Just think about that word forever. Mm. Then think about the 80 to hundred years, the average lifespan. Uh, actually I think it's like 77 years or something like that. That is nothing. Right. That is nothing. So God understands that he might, I mean, we might feel like, well, I still want to enjoy, but like really think deep about that. God knows. He knows that eternity is waiting for you. Mm-hmm. So if something needs to happen in this life in order to either get more people to come to his kingdom or to course correct you, God doesn't see it the same way we do. Right. Remember his ways are above our ways and his thoughts are above our thoughts. And mm-hmm. so if he is going to do something 
in my life that's going to cause pain, but I'm going to grow from it. I'm going to get closer with Christ from it. I will spend all of eternity. And I already understand this. It's hard to, it's hard to feel this way now for a lot of us, but I will thank God for all of eternity for taking Lacey home when he did because of what I grew and how I grew mm. closer to him earthly. I hate it. And I don't right. even use, I don't like using that word. Um, it really has to apply to very special circumstances. The word hate. I hate that. I lost my wife. I hate that Lacey went home. She was everything to me. Right. But I also, at the same time, I trust. And I know that God is good. And what mm-hmm. does that mean to us? Is God really good? God is really, really good. So him allowing something to happen to us had purpose. We don't always get to know what it is mm-hmm. because God is the God of the universe. He is a holy, holy God that we can't even, without Christ, we can't even stand in his presence without dying. Mm-hmm. He is beyond our understanding. And so if he's going to uh, allow some suffering in my life, I do welcome it because this life is short. This is right. a grain of sand compared to eternity. And uh, then we're going to be living on beaches. You know, mm-hmm. maybe, we'll, maybe we'll do an episode about uh, our fantasy of what heaven is like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but um, also to be more intimate with Christ. Mm-hmm. I know you've shared about that. Like I feel much closer and much more intimate because I constantly was with him every single day. Oh, I mean, yeah. I still am, but it was different oh, when yeah. I was begging and pleading him for my wife to stay here on earth. Um, I was begging. I was talking right. to him all the time, every single day. Uh, every chance I got. And now that I look back at that, I don't feel like he didn't answer my prayer, you know, because God answers our prayer in, in three ways. It's yes, no, or, you know, hold on basically, yeah. or not yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so he did answer my prayer, but he said, no. Mm-hmm. And I accept that because there was much bigger purpose um, I don't know what it is. I might never find out until I get to heaven, but I am 100% confident that when I do get to heaven, I'm going to be like, Oh, <laughs> I see that. Yeah. Wow. That was brilliant. God, you're amazing. And I'm going to fall to my knees and praise him because then I'm going to get it. But, um, yeah, I did want to share one verse and I'll see if you had any thoughts on that just to give you a heads up. So, um, I'm reading from Romans also, uh, 8, 18. Uh, I consider that our present sufferings Mm -hmm. are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. Mm -hmm. Meditate on that, people. Meditate on that. I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. Mm. Hmm. What do you think that means? Glory revealed within us. Well, I think that as we experience suffering, right? Like it's not worth comparing the suffering Mm -hmm. to 
God's glory that will be revealed in us. Like, cause I saw God's glory. Mm-hmm. I saw his glory and that testimony I told of Jesus coming down. And, mm-hmm. and if you haven't heard, um, listen to episode one, the, the, quality is horrible the sound quality but you can still hear it. yeah we've come a long way we have um, we've spent a, a dollar or two on <laughs> trying Amazon. to get there yeah <laughs> um but i tell a story uh and it's not a story it's a very real testimony of jesus coming down and mm-hmm. being with my wife and it was the most miraculous amazing thing i've ever seen mm-hmm. witnessed or even heard of in my life um so the suffering that i went through doesn't even compare to the glory that I saw mm. that day. Mm, that's a good way to explain it. It was just yeah. like, whoa, whoa, this is real. This is heavy. This is, oh my gosh, this is intense. And I, I, I promise you, like, you'll hear my um, hesitation if you listen to it and telling the stories, because I've always been one of those people that like, if someone's telling a crazy story like that, I'm like, yeah, I don't believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just my instinct. It's my initial go-to. Um, but this happened and it was amazing. And I saw God's glory, um, in the most human way, I guess Mm. you'd say that I could, it was beautiful. It was magnificent. And it has carried me through the past year, just remembering what I saw that day Mm -hmm. and not, not visually saw with my eyes. I didn't visually see Jesus, but the miracle that happened in my bedroom that day, you have to mm-hmm. hear it. If you haven't heard it, you have to hear it. It's, it's an incredible testimony. And I don't just say that because it's my own. It's not mine. It I mean, incredible. really, it was, it was, <laughs> I feel like it was more, had to be more amazing for Lacey than me. I was just a witness to it, but mm-hmm. it was amazing. Um, and it's given me a great peace. Every time I think about Lacey, I'm like, I know where you're at. I know where mm-hmm. you're at, honey. I'm not worried about mm-hmm. you. I'll see you one day, you know? Right. Um, so yeah, do you have uh, any thoughts on this? I have one more to share when you're... Yeah, going back to how we don't understand this. This is how I always have explained it to my kids. And I think it's just a really simple way when it was like, why doesn't God heal daddy? Why does it, you know, I'd say, well, our our life is like a puzzle, right? And we can only see little pieces. God sees the whole puzzle. So we don't understand it because we only see a little bit it's just what you were saying just a different way to phrase it that someday we will be able to understand this in heaven but there's like so many dominoes that have like happened since our spouse has passed away like of people their lives have affected that that's affected another life another life another life I mean we wouldn't be sitting here doing this podcast right now if our spouses hadn't passed away you Mm -hmm. know and that's a very good point you know, and hopefully helping others. And, you know, so, well, we know we have people have sent, yeah. sent in emails um, and messages saying that. And so that's just one way that we can like visually see, okay, well, this wouldn't have happened, you know? Um, so that's one thing, but there's probably, there are a million other reasons that we cannot see, you know, right. lives they affected that we don't know about and our lives and then our kids. Li- so then our kids are going to grow up with, this is something that happened in their life and affected them. And they're going to grow up to affect other people because they've been through this, you know, and then we'll have hopefully like future spouses and their lives will be affected. You know, it's just like a whole domino thing right. because like this happened. It's crazy when you like, I love seeing, like looking back and seeing, well, if this wouldn't happen, then this wouldn't happen, then, mm, you know, just like, me too. if I wouldn't, you know, you talked about, um, if your the last time, if your car wouldn't have broke down, like all those things wouldn't right. happen, you wouldn't have met Lacey. 
well, if I wouldn't have gone to this high school, which is like 30 minutes from my house, which is the only like Christian school around at that time, I wouldn't have met Luke. Like there's so many different little factors that go into your life. And so it's cool. Like, I love like waking up and being excited about like, what's going to happen today? Like, what is God going to do? Mm-hmm. You know, I was just listening to an audiobook talking about that, like be looking for what God is going to do because it's amazing. Um, something else I wanted to share really quick. Um, there's a book called walking with God through pain and suffering. My pastor recommended it when Luke was sick. And this is something that it says, nothing is more important than to learn how to maintain a life of purpose in the midst of painful adversity. Mm. And so like not, not giving up your, your purpose, um, to give a real, you know, cause we're real on our journeys here, a real life example. The other day I was talking to one of my best friends and I'm like, I feel really lost in life. And she was like, I'm like, I don't have a purpose. She's like, your purpose has never changed. Like that's always been the same. Your purpose for God and like what you're going to do for him. Like your job may look different, but your purpose has always been the same. I'm like, good point. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that hasn't changed just because I don't know what my career is right now. Right. Yeah. So, so that was a good point, but yeah, just being able to remain with your purpose, you know, intact, even when you're going through suffering I mean, when people lose their purpose, that's when they lose hope. That's, you know, and we don't want to get to that point where we're losing hope. So for sure. I had several moments going, um, through the fight with Lacey where I was hanging on to hope. I mean, I was bare, but I was barely hanging on. Like it just, I didn't know what it was going to look like. You know, I didn't know what our world was going to look like. And then it got to the point where I knew what our world was going to look like. Our world was ending. Yeah. Now I don't know what my life is going to look like with these two kids. And that was scary. And that was hard to, it was hard to see that there was a purpose at that time. Mm -hmm. It was like, why, why is this happening? Even though I knew, I knew all this stuff I'm talking about. This isn't stuff I learned through being a widow. This is stuff I've learned from years and years and years of listening to pastors sermons. Right. Um, So this isn't my own wisdom. It's, uh, you know, wisdom I've, I've inherited from much smarter people, but I did know all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I knew all this stuff I'm talking about. And it's just, it is hard sometimes when you're in those moments. Um, that's why I relate so much when um, a new widow reaches out to us. Yeah. And they're mm-hmm. so lost and confused mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you don't want to hit them hard with all this, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, you just got to trust in God. You got to right, go where right. they're at and, yep. and be like, I'm so sorry. Like, I understand. I, and I'm probably one of the first that's actually told you that yeah, from a but- position of being truthful. I understand. And mm-hmm. just that alone to somebody can be such a beautiful thing. Yes. And, uh, yes. you know, it's powerful. But um, I wanted to say one more uh, thing before we close out, me personally, that I want y'all to be encouraged in this. Did I just say y'all? You did. Are you from Texas? Texas in my blood. I thought you're California. I am a California dude. <laughs> I know. Rod, y'all. Gnarly. That's gnarly, y'all. That's a California to Texas transplant yeah, there right there. There you go. Um, y'all got in and out? Okay, sorry. That's fine. Um, okay, so this is important. This is our goal. I want everybody to hear this. Okay. Revelation 21. Verse four, he will wipe every tear Mm. from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain Mm. for the old order of things has passed away. Mm. 
I long for that day. And I know Amen. every other believer does it's in our heart. It's, mm-hmm. it's the void that we all feel inside. Mm-hmm. That's what we're longing for. We're longing for a life with God and eternity in paradise. And that's mm-hmm. our future. If your faith is in Christ, that is your future. No matter what kind of pain you're feeling right now, um, that's your future. And uh, mm-hmm. just hold on to that hope. And, uh, you know, we'll get through this together. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I, I've told you this before, but you're very good at being eternity minded. Was that something that you had before Lacey passed away or was that more? Yeah, after? no, I've always been very, very interested. And thank you. I've always been very, very interested in um, end times and mm. eschatology, which is the study of end times um, and just things like that. It's it's just been fascinating to me. And then that evolved into this deep um, desire to feel eternal. I don't know how mm. to explain it exactly, but no, it's like a passion, I'd say, inside that I have to like, <laughs> I have a passion to go to heaven. Yeah. <laughs> Don't we all, but no, I just, um, I don't know. It's just something God's put in me to really be able to think about deep things mm-hmm. and that are like beyond like what we see in the daily. Right. Um, I, I feel like I, I see things, um, and I've met a lot of other people that, that, you know, think the same way, but, um, yeah, I guess just to answer your question, it's just, it, it definitely grew, um, through everything with Lacey because it, had to. I mean, I watched the love of my life die and I had to reckon, uh, reconcile that, like where, what happened. Right. And then it just dawned on me and I felt like it was a gift from God that he's like, she's with me. She's fine. And, uh, like to be honest, a hundred percent honest, as much as I miss her, as much as I know her parents miss her, her brother, her whole family, As much as I know they all miss her and a lot of her friends, if I wished and I prayed for her to come back here and God granted me that Mm -hmm. she would be be so so mad at me. She'd be like, (laughs) Like Mark, come on, dude, did you really like you selfish? No, I'm just kidding. She's, she's in paradise. She's Mm -hmm. resting in paradise, you know? Um, and she's in God's glory. She she has not stopped smiling since August 13th. Mm -hmm. Mm. and I just love that so when I look at her pictures and I um just think about her I saw a picture today actually in my phone and I'm like gosh she was so stunning she was just Mm -hmm. so gorgeous yes she just had the smile that just uh just beautiful Mm -hmm. and um I was just thinking about it like gosh she's so beautiful and it was like I changed my mindset from she was so beautiful to she is so Mm, beautiful I love that and it's yeah, like, you know, that kind of takes, mm-hmm. it's kind of taken me a while to get there. Like I said, was all throughout her service, even though my pastor was saying is, mm, it's just, it was just hard for me to mm-hmm. get, it was hard for me to grasp that. But, um, it was just, it was cool. It was a cool moment that I was like, no, she, she her smile is beautiful. Like mm, that's I like her, that. I'm gonna start you know, that. I like that. Yeah. Cause we, she's not, she's not gone in the sense that so many people think she's mm-hmm. very much alive and mm-hmm. um, like more alive than we are. And I right. always like to reference the movie, the matrix. We're yeah. still stuck <laughs> in the matrix, you know? Yep. <laughs> Even though in that movie, I think I'd rather be in the matrix than the real <laughs> world if you've seen it, but mm-hmm. um, you know, but just saying the point being that like, you know, we've got this imaginary 
uh, world in front of our eyes. That's not right. really real. Like heaven is real. Right. Being with God is real. This is just like the test of time, so to speak, you know? Right. And I wanted to speak to this because there might be people like more like me who the thought of eternity is kind of overwhelming and um, mm. almost scary to not fully, like I've always, since I was a little kid, I remember thinking the word forever and then forever. And like, I just couldn't grasp it. I mean, I feel like I do a little bit more now, but it's still, um, I've always had a hard time reading revelation and like, mm. it's, you know, it's not like scary is the wrong word, but it's overwhelming. Like, yeah. whoa, like I don't understand this. I don't, you know, whatever. I mean, I'm looking forward to it, but I want to learn more so that I'm more like you, as far as looking forward to it. And um, well, let me give you a tip. Um, okay. I have mentioned the pastor, Greg Laurie oh, yes. before I've in the past, to some of his, yeah. he has a tremendous series on oh. revelation. It's, okay. he, it's all about end times. And so there's a lot of references to the book of Daniel, the book of Ezekiel. Um, they all like tie in together, but it, if you listen to that, he breaks it down so simple. Okay. And I think you'll be really excited for it at the end of listening to it. Uh, you can download the app. It's called uh, Harvest. Okay. Harvest with Greg Laurie or something like that. I think if you just Google Harvest, you'll find yeah, it. Yeah, I'll um, put a, a link in the description too for those who are oh, also cool. curious about this. Because I'm it's sure awesome. I'm not the only one. <laughs> no, and he's he's a really, really good teacher. Um, and so if there's something you're trying to learn, he has a little bit um i think he's kind of geared uh, my personal belief he's kind of geared towards the new believer mm-hmm. um but if he's talking about a subject that you don't you're unfamiliar with he's like the perfect guy yeah you know he explains it very simple he's very entertaining mm-hmm. uh he's funny um but and he's he's well he's well versed he's well knowledge um that didn't come out right but you know what i mean he's smart <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's educated educated like me <laughs> he got all that fancy book learning uh-huh. okay, um, that's good that's anyway good, so yeah he's tip. he's good i would i would go through that and i i've listened to him many times because they're so good and they're exciting mm-hmm. so what do you think is the biggest lesson this is kind of a big question the biggest lesson you have learned through let's not just think about like Lacey suffering, like all the mm-hmm. suffering that you and you have been through a lot, like all the suffering that you have come through, like what's the biggest lesson or the biggest takeaway or like, you know, something positive out of this. So it is a big question. I know, <laughs> but I think uh, the answer can be pretty simple because okay. it's, it's, it's been very consistent that God loves me. Mm, that's so good. So God good. loves me mm-hmm. very much, like more than I could understand, more than Lacey did, more than my kids do. Mm-hmm. And um, that's that's my takeaway from mm. everything that's happened to me in my life. Mm-hmm. I can always just look at everything and it all comes to the same head that, wow, God really loves me. And mm-hmm. it's, um, you Beautiful. know, there, it took a lot of, pain to get to that. Um, yeah. You know, maybe I'll share some stuff in another episode, but um, I haven't had the best. Uh, Lacey was the first good thing that happened to me, really, honest mm-hmm. to God. She was, I mean, there were little things here and there, but like she was right. the first good thing to happen to me. And, um, you know, but God was always there. I mean, I mean, just briefly, um, I accepted Jesus Christ at a very young age. There was a church mm-hmm. that had skateboarding ramps. And, um, 
uh, we wanted to belong somewhere. So we went to this church and asked if we could ride the skateboard ramps. And they said, you can, but you have to come to the one hour Bible study. Love it. And I was like, okay, you know, like, I don't know what church is really, but right. Um, so we went and we were riding our skateboards on these ramps and going to Bible study. And I just remember having this feeling that like, wow, everybody here is so loving. Mm. And then that led into getting close with a youth, youth pastor who led me to Christ, um, moved away from there. A lot of other stuff happened, but I went into um, pretty crazy lifestyle, a lot mm -hmm. of drugs and um, humiliating stuff. I mean, you know, breaking into houses to feed my habit, but, you know, I had, didn't really have parents. Um, mm -hmm. So it was like, it kind of felt like, why not, you know? Um, I mean, I had my mom, she left when I was 16 and I'm not going to like say anything, you know, bad about her on air or whatever, but my dad left when I was six. Right. Um, so we were just alone our whole lives. And, but the point I'm getting at is though I walked down these very dark, dark paths, I've seen some crazy stuff in my life. Um, God was always there. God mm. always protected me. There were inexplicable reasons why I didn't go to prison, why I didn't get shot, why I didn't get stabbed, why mm -hmm. I didn't get killed. Um, there were always some circumstance that happened that pulled me out, that took me away. And um, so, yeah, no matter what, I look back and I'm like, God really loves me. Mm, and, uh, you know, that's, I didn't mean to get all into no, that. No, thanks for sharing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean there's more, I'm not just like a loser drug addict. No. There were, there were a lot of things that led me to that point in my life, but you know, it's kind of a hard thing to admit, but yeah, anyway. no, that's part of your story and part of the suffering that you've been through. And it's beautiful. Your answer about that. God loves you because he did protect you from a lot of things. And if you would have died in any of those circumstances, you wouldn't have been the one with Lacey and God right. knew that Lacey needed Mark to be yeah. by her side, you know, for, for her cancer journey. And so I like, I have goosebumps thinking about like how it's all connected. Like, yeah, if this wouldn't happen, this wouldn't happen, you wouldn't have been there. And like, right. she needed you. Like, I don't think that, you know, you've talked about, you know, how you were there for, there couldn't have been a person better to be with her. Like there wasn't, there would have I never, don't think so. <laughs> no other man would have like done all of that and been there. And so it's just really cool to see that like God, had this in line to happen here, you know, and then, you know, if that wouldn't happen then this wouldn't happen. And so I think it's just amazing that sometimes like, yeah, our suffering, and then there's so much we don't see that happens mm -hmm. in order to protect us from this or this or this, and, right. you know, so just to kind of, um, we'll wrap it up here to answer my own question. I gave you, let's see, what would my answer be the biggest thing I've learned through suffering, um, that God has a purpose and a plan, even when I can't see it, mm -hmm. there is purpose in the suffering there. Is, and my favorite thing is talking about God taking, making beauty out of ashes. And then the one I personally love making dancing from my mor morning, uh, you turn my morning to dancing, you know, mm -hmm. like I love just imagining and like being part of that and seeing it. And I know there are people that are seeing that in my life right now, like, Whoa, like you went from here to here. And so I think that would be the biggest thing for me is that God does have a plan. And so I want you, all of you listeners to hear that the two things we're taking away from this, God loves you and God does have a plan and a purpose. <laughs> we're going to wrap it up because your kids need you. So, yeah. um, 
yeah, that's basically what we have to share. Do you, do you want to pray today? Yeah, listeners? All right. sure. Um, or was there anything I'm sorry else? about the interruptions. They're just no. the, my timing was, of recording was kind of uh, <laughs> weird tonight, but it was the only opportunity I had. So thanks for working with me. Um, but um, no, I don't really have uh, anything else uh, except for, wait for it. I'm waiting. <laughs> <laughs> what is more. it? <clears throat> Bible verse. <laughs> just trying to sing it out like you. Uh, first Peter mm-hmm. 510. And the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will Mm. himself restore you and Mm. make you strong, firm, Mm -hmm. and steadfast. Well, that's good. So hang in there, guys. I know this is a hard journey um, for a lot of, for all of us. This is a tough journey, Um, but you're all doing great. You're here, you know, and I've heard, I've heard some, this isn't just you and I that are, that have this mindset. I've seen some uh, well read some powerful powerful testimonies and these people have the right mindset they mm-hmm. you know like yeah it hurts it's painful but like we're uh we're getting through it by god's grace That's right so it's um you know and if you look around the world it's just an exciting time to be alive there's just <laughs> a lot going on in the world <laughs> i'll leave that for another time but um oh here he comes again so all right i'm gonna pray looky i'm gonna pray buddy okay and then it's time. And yeah. then, then you're done. Okay. Can you please go and close the door? And I'll be right there. Super patient. He is the cutest boy in the whole world. Yeah, he, I would agree with that. He's pretty cute. <laughs> I mean, my own kids too. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying, the cutest like little kid. That you I know, I'm kind of biased, but um, yeah. So, anyways, all right. Heavenly Father, we thank you for being good, even when we don't see it. You're good. And uh, anytime we don't see it, it's because of our own faults. And I pray that you would help us all um, have that attitude of gratefulness because you allow suffering in our lives for particular reasons. It doesn't always mean that it's fun for us. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't feel very good, but we trust you, God. And I, I just pray that you would give everybody listening just the strongest feeling of peace right now Mm -hmm. that you've got this and that you, even when you're not, when it feels like you're not there, that you are, Mm -hmm. I pray that you let them feel your presence and, and just, um, carry them through the sadness. And, uh, you're just such a good God and you just know things that we don't. And so we humble ourselves as best as we can to, trust your will. And I pray that you would give us all the ability to do that. We want to give you the gift of faith. It's the only thing we can offer you. And uh, we love you, God. We love you, Jesus. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray to you, Father. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks everybody for joining us today. Word up. Word up. If you like this podcast, if you could give us a little <laughs> almost in unison five stars on apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and if you really like it if you can write a few words and um tell people why you like it so we can get the word out so more people can hear 
um, the hope that we're we're showing them. And um, you can also, if you want prayer or you just want someone to talk to, you can follow us on Instagram at widowed too soon underscore and send us a message, or you can email us at widowed too soon m at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. So yeah. Thank and you. also if uh you know you have any requests that you want to hear oh, us yeah. talk about or anything like that, you know, I just thought of that right now. You know, just like calling up a radio channel, a radio station and requesting a song, you know? Yeah. Um, you remember that back in the day? And then yes. you just sit by the, the stereo for like three hours. With yeah, waiting tape, for years. Waiting song. to record it. <laughs> there it is. Hold on. Yep. Here it comes. Whoop, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, we're just like that. Except for, yeah, you don't have to sit there and wait, but you can just send us a request. Oh, that's a really great idea because we want to we want to speak about what you want to hear about. You know, we want to speak about what's going on with you. (laughs) We're going to have to go. (laughs) Three minutes. No, you're good. I'm sorry. (laughs) No. Anyways, we want to, you know, speak about what's important to you. So send us an email and we love to, you know, cover topics that you're interested in. So thanks. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you again next week. All right. Thank you. God bless you. Bye.